I can. Hello, hello. Sweet. Uh, if we could get someone in the audience to just give like a thumbs up that you guys can hear us. I don't know if we ever confirmed that like the Twitter spaces <laughs> were actually working after they got borked last week. You know, you got to check every week. Can you guys hear me okay as well? Yep. Yep, awesome. sure can. Awesome. Yeah, definitely uh, appreciate you guys giving us thumbs up there. Um, yeah, I guess we shouldn't take uh, Twitter spaces working for granted. Yeah, it's 2024. <laughs> what year are we in? And <laughs> a conference from like your laptop to a conference room TV, and then any you know type of like uh, live podcast software. There's like just Murphy's Law associated with all these things. <laughs> Too true, too true. Well, today's going to be a great space. We'll, we'll give this maybe 30 more seconds and then we can uh, kick things off. One thing I'll briefly mention too is I think Shade Protocol and Levana are the coolest purple branded projects in the cosmos. I, I love the both having purple. For real, that might be one of the well, prettiest pairs on Shade's book. Uh, that's great. All right, well, let's... Um, Let's kick things off here. Um, Lavana speaker, if you want to introduce yourself um, and what Lavana is, let's uh, let's get her started. Hi, I'm Jonathan Karras. I lead communications at Lavana. Lavana is a well-funded perpetual swap uh, built um, on the Cosmos uh, in Rust for Cosmwasm. Currently deployed on three different uh, um, chains. Uh, that's osmosis, say, and injective. Uh, we've been live for about uh, eight months. We've, um, you know, we're one of the most popular applications within the Cosmos space. We allow for leverage trading up to 100x leverage on uh, many different pairs. We have 27 different pairs right now. Uh, we have about 17,000 uh, users that have uh, interacted with the protocol since we launched, and uh, our users have traded about $1.6 billion worth of value, and the protocol has earned uh, just shy of $2 million um, you know, since launch. So I'm very excited to be here, um, you know, and we, um, you know, it's been uh, a, the, the, you know, our relationship with Secret actually goes back uh, uh, almost two years now, you know, since essentially since the collapse of uh, of Terra, and so it's very exciting for us to start to um, delve into the world of, of privacy and to uh, get get a hands-on experience with um, you know, item with Secret in general. So thanks, thanks for having us. Amazing! What, what a killer introduction! Holy crap! You guys are off to the races there. <laughs> 
Yeah, the adoption curve there is so so cool to hear. That's I think that's what we call product market fit. <laughs> Well, you know, the market doesn't uh, make it, you know, thank God we, we, I mean, we were building throughout the entire bear market. And then now, you know, I, I feel like we get to finally see some of the, uh, the fruit of our labor. You know, it's, it was, there were, there were so many dark times. Uh, Levana has been around for about three years. Um, and so, so now to see, you know, everybody's sentiment going high to actually see projects succeeding, you know, some decent price action, um, you know, it's a, we couldn't have timed the market better. Yeah. Shade, Shade Swap launched right around nine months ago. So it's pretty close to, you know, as, as long as Levon has been uh, there and I, I haven't looked at the stats uh, this week, but I believe we're somewhere around like, 230 million or so in uh spot market volume on shade swap in that time period so uh really cool to see the difference obvious obviously that leverage plays in um total volume on these on these different markets oh well for sure i mean you can't compare spot and and uh and derivative trading or, or, or leverage trading because one you know a hundred bucks you know with uh with 10x leverage is a thousand. With you know 30x leverage is three thousand. So you know trading in and out of a leverage Bitcoin position with the same hundred dollars, you know you get a lot more bang for your buck. That's also one of the things that's you know very very exciting about leverage is that you know with uh, with spot you really just have an opportunity to either be exposed to the volatile asset or not exposed. So you just say you know I want to be completely risk on. I want to be completely risk off. Uh, but with leverage. You can be um, risk on. You're not limited by the amounts of capital that are available to yourself. You're, you're um, so you know the the numbers are you know totally out of whack. I think the fact that you guys have made um, you know two hundred million dollars of trading volume in you know in a, a stone a stone throws away of half a year. Um, is a phenomenal accomplishment, and I, I had I really had no idea that uh, that that your adoption was um, what was so strong. So congratulations to you guys. Well, thank you so much. You know, before we dive into kind of uh, the value of privacy and, and how it can uniquely interact with uh, perps, love to know like what brought you to you know from Terra to osmosis maybe just walking through the journey uh briefly and the benefits you you've seen from the the tech stack versus you know you guys could have been on an evm chain right but here you are in cosmos so walk us through that kind of logic well the the the, the tech eco the you know the tech stack for terra um we were we initially started building on cosmosm uh 016 uh or actually i think it was 01 was the first uh testnet that we deployed to um and so we've watched cosmosm which is the you know the de facto um uh, you know the de facto uh, smart contract language um for building dApps within the within the cosmos um and so we had experience for almost two years of building um in on terra and then once terra collapsed so we looked at well, where are the other permissionless chains that we could deploy to, and um, really uh, Juno was the one that was most similar from a tech stack perspective um, to Terra. So we deployed a bunch of you know we continued all of our testnet development there. Um, we um, you know we ran nodes, we um, 
and we built a couple games actually there, there was a an nft store we migrated uh terra nfts to juno um but juno kind of i i think struggled um from a leadership perspective uh and a narrative perspective to really gain um uh, adoption and so you know, we kind of just watched um, the ecosystem, you know, with the combination of the bear market um, and, uh, you know, challenges around uh, uh, narrative and execution, um, you know, negatively impact Juno. And uh, then uh, moving over to... Did we lose him? So, uh, launched on uh, Say, which is, you know, permissionless. Um, and we're seeing uh, some nice growth there. You know, I think Say is really is really picking up just in terms of, uh, you know, the, the tech sector that they're building and um, the adoption that they're, you know, that they're, they're getting, um, you know, no, uh, through just just general growth, uh, you know, from the benefit of the, the, the positive market conditions. And um, and then I think, uh, you know, in, Injective was another. Um, very interesting. It's another. It's another permission chain within Cosmos, um, but it, I think that they've done the best job, really, of um, you know creating just like a, a strong community around the um, you know the the narrative of their, of their token. So, you know, where the future in, in uh, holds, and and you know, what, what uh, are will there be other deployment environments um, for Lavana? I think right now we are very happy with the current amount of technical overhead that we have from a DevOps perspective of running on three chains. Um, but I think that as the product matures, you know, without that there's a lot to offer within Cosmos because of the fact that um, we can deploy to many different environments, you know, secret included um, with re relatively minimalistic uh, code changes. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal here. I know from the shade side where we've been very aware of what Levana has been doing, um, you know, with their cross deployment, we've been uh, really focusing on the tremendous growth you guys have seen in both your volume and revenue generation, uh, both before and after uh, your token launch for LVN. Um, obviously, you know, we're here to also talk about uh, the listing of LVN on ShadeSwap. But before we do that, I was wondering, uh, for those who might not know as much about uh, the Levana ecosystem and the role of LVN, uh, can you give a quick rundown on the LVN token? Uh, sure. So the LVN token is a governance token, and uh, it is uh, it, it's designed really to um, coordinate um, the multiple different players that interact with the uh, Levana ecosystem. So just kind of like going in, in in order, if you think about it from an economic perspective, there are directional traders. So the directional traders, um, they uh, pay trading fees in order to take leverage positions. Um, they want to they want to profit from uh, successfully predicting the volatility in the market. Um, then you have counter traders. Um, or, or cash and carry arbitrage, uh, the directional traders, um, and they want to just receive fees from you know funding rates um, being rewarded for balancing the market. Then you have liquidity providers directly into Levana protocol itself. They put their capital at risk to be borrowed out by traders. They get they collect trading fees and they. Um, you know, take on the risk by depositing into counterparty vaults so that they 
um, if they're, uh, you know, if, if traders tend to, to win, then that eats into their profits and potentially principal. If traders tend uh, to lose, which, you know, most traders, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a losing game, um, you know, then they benefit from the, 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 the fixed fees um, and the, um, you know, the impairment, uh, you know, from trader losses, like the, the being paid up from trader losses. Now, if you broaden the, um, uh, the, the, you know, the vision here, we zoom out a little bit. We also have liquidity providers uh, on AMMs that are making sure that the LVN token is liquid. So they're part of the ecosystem. Um, and we have the, um, the, the, you know, the, the governors and, and overseers of the ecos of the ecosystem itself. They're the ones that decide what are the markets that should be bootstrapped. What are the rewards that should be created for counter traders? Um, what should be the percentage? You know, which what should be the configuration for each new market that launches? What should be the um, amount of uh, funds that are collected into an insurance pool? There's all of these. Um, really, uh, you know, de decision-making process that kind of needs to incentivize all of those play, uh, all of those, um, you know, active participants that, that I mentioned, and that requires, um, oversight and, uh, and, and, um, uh, and that's, that falls under the hands of the, the governors, which are expressed through the Levana token. You know, the more the Levana token that you have, um, the more, uh, you know, influential, you know, through, uh, director, uh, you know, um, you know, a Greek democratic as most things are in, uh, crypto, um, decision-making that there is, um, through an on-chain, uh, governance portal, which is currently, uh, un under construction. We launched the token about a month ago. And so essentially, um, the flow of capital between these players, um, the, f the fees that are collected, um, and the distribution of farming rewards are going to be, uh, overseen via, uh, the LVN holding or LVN staking and active governing community. Um, so that's uh, that, that's the goal of the token. Um, it, and in terms of the, the, some of the more details of specifics of the token economic uh, uh, model, you know, such as um, uh, emission schedules, um, you know, lockup vesting, um, and uh, um, you know, um, uh, like you know, rate of emissions and distribution and things like that. A lot of that is going to be uh, fleshed out and matured um, through on-chain governance, uh, you know, once the, the DAO has uh, fully formed. That's awesome. Really appreciate that rundown. And, you know, just looking at your feed generation since you launched, what you said eight months ago or so, you know, being able to generate almost $2 million in revenue, um, you know, having active governance participants, you know, that are educated and are aligned with the protocol, um, being able to help manage the governance of these, uh, this revenue being generated and, and all the other things you had mentioned is going to be super important. So um, really appreciate that context for the LVN um, token, because I know, you know, with, with new listings on ShadeSwap, you know, a lot of times if people are really focused on, you know, Shade as a privacy preserving DeFi solution, they might be just focused on like what was currently available. And so the LVN token might be something new uh, to some of these people. So really appreciate you. Um, kind of given that context for us. Yeah, and what's really nice with IBC is that you 
don't need to be so conscious exactly as to where your tokens are minted because it's such a frictionless process um, to be able to have support um, on multiple chains. And in many cases, the multiple chains each has their own specific value add, whether it's interoperability with another application, whether it's new services like, you know, lending, borrowing or, you know, over collateralized stablecoin creation and things uh, things like that, and then in specifically with the case with Shade, it's uh, being able to um, you know uh, to uh, you know to interact with the token um, with an added benefit of privacy, and this could be useful. For example, like let's say that. Um, you know, a specific party wanted to be able to have uh, more influential uh, control over the Levana protocol. Well, <laughs> as they're participating in, in, you know, the open process of the democratic process, um, it may not be beneficial to them to kind of show their cards that they're making a move um, to have, you know, greater influence over, you know, the, things like the revenue generation or, um you know, allocation of resources or, um, you know, emission schedules, um, either because of, of uh, um, you know, because of, of creating competition. Nobody wants to be, um, you know, signaling too early uh, if they're making a move in one direction or the other. And so it's a by, by partnering with Shade, we had a whole new. A uh, very valuable set of utility that didn't need to be built by the Levana team. It just kind of exists, and that that benefited uh, that benefit uh, use case, um, you know, is accessible now by the governors of Levana. Yeah, um, and for anyone who isn't already aware of this, maybe people who are um, you know more Osmosis ecosystem members haven't really. Uh, dug into secret network or shade swap or shade protocol that much the lvn that um, is going to be available or is currently available on shade swap is actually private lvn and private assets on secret network and by extension shade protocol um, all have encrypted balances and transaction histories and require the use of a decryption tool such as viewing key or query permit or for you to actually decrypt this data and only the, the custodian which is Generally, the user in, in you know ninety nine point nine 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 percent of cases, um, only the the custodian of those assets can actually view these details unless they choose to share this data. So, exactly what you were talking about, Jonathan. If people want to be able to acquire more LVN and kind of acquire more of an anonymous uh, voting power position, um, you know they can do this uh, simply by using. Um, using ShadeSwap and also uh, users have the ability to create anonymous LVN wall or sorry, anonymous osmosis wallets um, and be able to seed those with um, seed those with these Levana tokens, these private Levana tokens. And so there's, like you mentioned, there's a whole bunch of really cool uh, utility that's unlocked for um, Levana users um, and also, you know, secret network users that want um, some exposure to what Levana is doing. Um, yeah, and I see this just and if, as the, and if I can have yeah, go for it. Oh, I was your your sentence was perfect. You said so you see this is just the beginning because I was gonna, I was about to ask you know we had the tweet that went out that talked about you know the value of the private Levana token, but also what about private LP positions and private perps? So I just kind of wanted to open the floor to you to kind of vision cast where you see this partnership um, can head and how that can positively impact the Levana community with better utility and better protections. 
So Lavana actually, um, the LP tokens are, are fungible tokens where they can, um, you know, they're, they're, they are obviously they're, they're segregated between different pools. So there's an LP token for the Bitcoin market. There's an LP token for, um, you know, for uh, the, you know, for, for ETH or some of the, the synthetic markets that we have, which are USDC based. So there are tokens for each of those. Um, and those uh, exist on Osmosis today as, uh, as uh, CW20 tokens, uh, but they will be upgraded to um, token factory tokens. Uh, and then they will be uh, IBC compatible and we'll be able to um, move those um, onto different chains. And, and, uh, and one of the things that I'm excited for is to be able to see... Um, you know, these tokens uh, expressed in AMM pools. And I think that uh, Shade is a, a really great um, value add here because now you'll be able to uh, take your, you know, long-term, some of the, you know, many of the pools uh, on Levana, like one of our goals is to create pools that can just be, you know, passive earning income. Obviously there's risks because you're a counter uh, party, but there, again, if, uh, if, if the system is um, is designed well and the markets, um, you know, don't just uh, necessarily just rip in one direction, um, then you know, over time, the the average trader losses um, plus the average trader fees becomes um, a, a really nice passive income for uh, LPs. You know, a risk adjusted, uh, um, you know, passive income, and so being able to then take your you know your 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 bitcoin or your ethereum or your atom um and their, you know st atom and then um be able to hold them uh with a, a you know a significant degree of privacy um for long-term holdings uh and just have them passively earn they're sitting in these you know kind of uh you know um you know, shaded uh, wallets um, can be, in, you know, incredibly useful because it doesn't mean that you just have exposure to something like LVN or it's not just, uh, you know, trading, but you can actually create um, a passive earning, um, uh, you know, portfolio that uh, has a significant degree to privacy to it. Now, I apologize in advance. I'm driving and not to go through a valley, so I might cut out for about 45 seconds. So, um, I guess fill the dead air. Yeah, I mean, first off, like the concept of private trading strategies is there's such a it's one of those things that we, we always had a theory that this is going to become increasingly more important as more leverage and more volume came on chain, and so the opportunity for people to kind of protect their trading strategies within the private token ecosystem of Shade Protocol and Seeker Network, I think is like an absolutely killer use case. Um, there's a lot of risk to being counter traded. There's a lot of risk tied to copycat trading. Um, and you can't really escape that paradigm if you're on a totally transparent blockchain. But if we can partner with, you know, Levana, there's going to be such great protections that users are going to be able to take advantage of. And uh, I, I can't wait to see where that, that goes. Red, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the, the idea of, you know, the, the utilization of LP tokens as collateral or just their, their general use in DeFi 
um, you know, kind of continues to excite me. I know we've talked about the use of, you know, shade swap LP tokens as collateral to mint silk in the past and, you know, still something we're looking to bring to production. Um, but the ability to take a yield generating position and be able to borrow against it or use it in another composable DeFi application um, is really powerful. And the ability to do that, you know, share that utility with other applications, not just, you know, the shade ecosystem, being able to share that utility uh, with other ecosystems and their products to be able to bring better utility or just like a greater uh, variety of utility to those users is a really exciting prospect because, you know, there are many DEXs, there's many, um, well, there's not, there's fewer uh, leverage trading markets than, than spot markets, but there's, um, you know, a variety of different borrowing markets in the cosmos. And so um, I'm personally really interested to see like how we push the composability envelope uh, for different DeFi products. And, and imagine this end game. Imagine you had like, um, oh, sorry. I was going to say, imagine having like a trading strategy product where the trading strategy is private, but everyone knows what the APR and the historical performance of the strategy is. Like, I think that type of like people allowing people to jump into pools while still protecting the alpha of how that's generated is is such a cool like long-term roadmap goal i'd love to see you know i've never i've never thought of that before but i that is definitely that is the uh you know the chat method copy trading is you know you get to pay and that's essentially what hedge funds are you know in the in like the traditional world is like you put your money into this fund they do whatever magic and then hopefully they beat their previous performance, which is, you know, previous performance is not always indicative to future you know, results, but, but we can always be so hopeful. And so that's a really cool um, use case that I've never seen anybody else do. And um, it seems that that is very much, um, you know, with that, that's, that's the gap of where we are today. Um, to being able to enable something like that is actually not that big. Um, so yeah, it's a, it, that's why I love these conversations because you just we, we get to kind of hash out um, a lot of just you know logical thought processes and like you know product visions and stuff. And there's a lot of uh, you know uh, serendipity um, uh, within uh, these types of, of uh, you know uh, Twitter spaces. Yeah, and the cool thing about the auditable, auditable privacy that Secret Network provides is that depending on what use case you know, you're using the privacy for, you can choose to make your balances uh, public, but you can keep your transaction history private. You can choose to make your transaction history private, but keep your balances uh, public. Um, you know, you have this granularity and, and then you have even more granularity with um, the other type of decryption tool with uh, query permits. Um, so really users have, you know, pretty much full control over how they share their data. Um, and, you know, for all the different use cases, there are people, you know, they have that granularity to make those decisions. So uh, talk to me, how does this, um, how, well, walk me through what the technically is, is what's happening. I know that, first of all, it was just a pleasure working with you guys. Like, you know, we, uh, from our perspective, um, 
you know, when, when the, the goal came out of like, okay, um, we're going to get, uh, you know, Levana is, is, is going to uh, partner with shade. Um, you guys just like, we're like a SWAT team going to action, you know, writing these, uh, shielded smart contracts and like, you know, uh, the handling bridging and everything and like all of this, like stuff. Can you help me understand a little bit about what's happening under the hood? Like when a user starts out and they're like, okay, I just bought Levana tokens on the osmosis decks. And now I want to be a long-term holder and, you know, I want to be able to move in and out of my positions or adjust my position size. And I want to do it with an element of privacy. What's the next step? You know, I've got Kepler wallet and I've got, you know, say 5,000 Levana tokens on it. Now, what do I do? So that's a great question. I'll, I'll let Red kind of walk through the user story, but before I let him do that, I'll just say, I love the compliment calling us a SWAT team. I'm going to like write that down and slap that in the office. Cause that's, I love that description. That's the level of intensity we like to bring to like partnering with people and trying to deliver a, a good experience for, for our partners. Um, but Red, I'll, I'll hand it over to you to kind of walk through that, that user story. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with uh, Carter's sentiment. That's uh <laughs> but uh so if, if a user has uh they just purchased lvn on osmosis and they want to you know protect their the privacy of their balances um what they would be able to do is they go to the shade app um and if it's your first time ever visiting the shade app um you'll need to go ahead and connect your kepler wallet make sure it's enabled um, but you'll immediately you'll immediately notice that um you know there's a whole bunch of different tabs on the left side and um for those who aren't as aware of the Shade ecosystem, uh, Shade is actually a suite of privacy-preserving dApps. So we have multiple different uh, core DeFi applications within our application suite, and they're all accessible from this um, from our uh, from this single interface. So what they would do is they would go to the Shade app, which is app.shadeprotocol.io, and they would click the Bridge tab. And all they need to do is select to bridge from Osmosis to Secret Network. Uh, Secret Network is the layer one blockchain that Shade apps are built on. And then they would just need to select Levana as the asset that they need to or that they want to bridge. Um, you'll need a little bit of Osmo in your wallet to be able to send that from Osmosis. Uh, but when you actually click the bridge button and you approve the transaction in your Kepler wallet, what's happening is that asset is being bridged over IBC between the secret network and osmosis uh ibc channel um and then once it's received it is wrapped into a um, privacy preserving uh, version of this ibc uh, asset so basically it's received as an ibc asset and then it's wrapped in a secret network smart contract which the smart contracts are what actually provides the privacy um and so it's wrapped in this privacy preserving smart contract and that's why if you look in your kepler app uh kepler wallet um, looking at the different tokens, they have uh, different secret network addresses. So those are all unique individual addresses for the different SNP20 assets. Um, so once you receive this uh, private Levana on secret network, uh, you'll need to make sure to create a viewing key. And there should be a transaction that pops up as soon as you receive um, that, uh, that IBC version of Levana uh, on secret network, there should be another transaction that pops up for you to create a viewing key. Um, and this viewing key, the viewing key is the the decryption tool to actually be able to view those encrypted balances and view your 
uh, encrypted transaction history. And so this just costs a small uh, bit of secret. So you want to make sure that you've got a little bit of secret on your uh, secret network wallet before doing this as well. So how do you get, wait, let's walk through that because that's often a pain point yep. when people are dealing with, uh, you know, so again, I just started with with osmosis. I've never used secret before. It, can I buy a little bit of osmosis of secret on osmosis and yes. then bridge it over? Will that yep. work? Yep. So you can purchase uh, a little bit of secret on osmosis and then on the asset tab on osmosis, you'll see the secret balance and just click withdraw and that'll withdraw that secret to uh, the secret network. And then you'll have a uh, secret for gas. And then you can also acquire more uh, secret on ShadeSwap. Um, all the assets that are listed on ShadeSwap are private assets, but we have secret secret listed, which is just private secret. Um, so users can swap for secret secret. And then uh, on the unwrap tab, or sorry, on the wrap tab on the Shade app, just unwrap that secret secret back to secret. Um, it's a very, very small amount of secret that it costs to do this. So, um, but to answer your question, that was, yeah. that was too many, that was too many secrets. <laughs> I, like, I like, that was like, a, that was like a Dr. Seuss uh, statement. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but I, I got it. Yeah. I got it, I got it. Um, so the probably the easiest way if you're already bridging assets from uh from Osmosis, go ahead and get a little bit of secret while you're on Osmosis and withdraw that to your secret network address. Um, and whenever you connect your wallet to the Shade app, it'll be the same. Um, it should populate the same Osmosis wallet that you purchased the LVN on uh, previously, and then it uh, should also populate the secret network address you withdrew that secret to. Now, do you guys, uh, did, do I remember correctly, you had an announcement of like a fiat on-ramp? Was it, did I, am I just making that up? I think you're probably thinking of uh, Finna. They are essentially, it's a smart contract on top of Seager Network where you'll be able to load up a card with Silk. Um, and then no one can see how much Silk you're loading your card up with. And then you'll be able to go around in Europe and swipe your card and what it does is it, it trades the silk for usdc and then it routes it through a centralized exchange and performs the transaction with the merchant so it's not it's not the full step to like merchant accessibility where they directly accept silk but it's this huge leap forward of like bridging DeFi yields to everyday transactions and this is going to exist within the shade app as a there'll, there'll be a card tab on the left side so imagine earning your money market yield or earning your levon yield and then be able to seamlessly go and spend that on groceries. That's that's the level of composability we're, we're working on right now. And have the privacy that you oh, would expect with your everyday merchant transactions, like your commerce transactions, yep. which is unfortunately not the expectation it. in most most of DeFi. Yeah, that, absolutely. And I have another question because you'd mentioned rewards. I know that there was a process from some of the guys on the Levana team to work with you to get incentives on the pools. Um, I don't, I don't remember whether that, uh, launched, uh, today or whether that did out next week. Did that launch today? It did launch today. Yep. The rewards okay, are live. Cool. Can you talk a little bit about the, what users would expect in terms of APRs or what, what rewards do you get on the, uh, you know, the, the, the shade Levana pool and then how, what's the process of, um, you know, of, of, uh, of adding liquidity in order to be eligible for those rewards. 
Yeah, so essentially there was two types of liquidity bootstrapping that happened. The first was a direct um, liquidity team up between Shade Protocol and Lavana to essentially seed the pool with liquidity initially. We've we've done this type of deal with five plus other projects and it was, it's super cool because it means long term there's like a base of liquidity that's going to be there. Um, but in addition to that, there is dual rewards that are now live on app.shakeprotocol.io forward slash swap forward slash pools, um, where you can earn both the Lavana token and the Shade token by um, providing liquidity on both sides. So you can get the Shade, um, you know, you can buy Shade on Osmosis. Actually, there's the liquidity is starting to grow there just organically from all the volume. And of course, you can also acquire Lavana on Osmosis, bridge both of those tokens in, go to the pools page. Uh, and you can double-sided liquidity provide. It's, it's, it's actually pretty seamless. And we, we also have an interface that lets you single-side liquidity provide. Uh, what it does there, it automatically splits your token in half by performing a trade and then seamlessly converting it into the, the LP token for you. So we kind of get rid of the complexity. Like you can technically come in with just Shade or just Lavana and begin that double-sided liquidity providing. And right now APR is 568% APR on that pool. Ooh, those those are degen numbers. That's uh, that that's great to hear. That that's you know you're. Um, I'm sure that that number is going to go down as the pool grows. Mm-hmm. But um, you know those are that those are uh, fun, you know fun times. Anybody who was around in like 2021, um, you know at the height of like DeFi, you know DeFi summer, as as we called it. Um, you know, those were the those were the um, APRs that uh, got people excited. Yeah, this it's it's great great numbers. It's going to be fun to see the the pool fill up there. And the cool part is too is you can as you earn your shade for anyone from the Lavana community, uh, you can stake your shade and earn anywhere from you know uh, seven to like twelve percent APR uh, for Shade Protocol. We convert all fees into a buyback. Um, that then gets redirected back towards Shade Stakers. So that's a real yield bearing token there. And then on Lavana's side, I'm assuming you can also um, stake Lavana slash earn with Lavana other ways. Maybe you want to talk about kind of what the effort for the Shade Protocol people that are in the pool earning Lavana, what can they do with their Lavana token? So the, the single-sided staking as part of the governance portal is still in development. I think that's going to you know launch, God willing, in the, uh, Q2 of this year, you know, we'll, we'll probably have, um, you know, the, the testnet versions of that and, uh, you know, in a, in a rollout of it, uh, you know, over in the near future. But, um, I mean, you know, we think that the, the, the full blown, um, you know, staking elements um, with, a, with, you know, the, it's, it's essentially we're, we're looking at a fork of um, or an extension of DowDow um, in order to be able to um, incorporate um, you know, the, a, a little bit more fancy footwork um, in terms of support of vesting tokens and, um, you know, more complicated emission schedules and things like that. Um, but in the meantime, there are three incentivized pools uh, for staking your LVN on Osmosis. So there's an Osmo Atom, or I mean, sorry, an, a Lavana Atom pool, a Lavana Osmo pool, and a Lavana USDC pool. And those uh, also have some nice rewards, you know. I think, um, I mean, I think they're they're. If last time I checked for that, I'm not sure how much liquidity there is, but I think they're all above 100% APR. Um, so those are, um, you know, those are the the default kind of go to 
for the Levana community right now in, in terms of those that are interested in staking. Uh, and then there's, uh, you know, Levana has been, um, has caught the attention of a lot of, um, you know, CFI uh, communities. So, you know, there, I know that there's, uh, the, the, uh, I'm not sure what is, what's exactly is live right now, but you can take a look on CoinGecko and you can see the different um, markets that uh, Lamana is supported on. And then it's worth just kind of poking around and seeing what's the current, uh, you know, reward program, you know, in each of those communities. So it could be like a trading competition or like, a, you know, like, a, you know, a, a stake to earn. Or, you know, I know that we've, we've seen a number of those, um, you know, uh, launch uh, over the past month. Many, many opportunities. That's, uh, that's great to hear. And for anyone curious about how to start liquidity providing on ShadeSwap, um, we'll be replying to this Twitter space with the uh, YouTube video on how to do that. Red, we have that video good to go, right? Yeah, it's on it's on our YouTube right now. It covers how to bridge, create viewing keys, swap, and provide and withdraw liquidity. Oh, wonderful! Yep. Uh, that that's great. It's great. And uh, so the you know as we said that we're you know we're starting with the governance token, then we're moving to. Um, to the LP tokens, and it's actually interesting enough. Most people don't know this, but um, every position that's opened on Levana actually is an NFT on on Osmosis. You know, there's no viewing, there's no viewer for um, NFTs on Osmosis, and you know, they're they're a custom NFT structure. Um, you know, which would need to be supported. You know, in, in the future where there is an NFT marketplace. But I'm I'm curious. I know that there's um, NFTs and private NFTs on uh, Secret Network. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm curious to have you know within the Shade uh, product suite or within um, you know the broader uh, Secret ecosystem. You know what does that look like in terms of bridging an NFT through IBC and then um, being able to interact with it within marketplaces. Um, you know within uh, within Secret. Does any of that um, had been have been tried by any other projects or, or is it going to look like we're going to have to be the pioneers here? Well, you're, you're in luck. There's a equally devoted secret network team that's been building here for, for two plus years known as Stash. And they've been all things encrypted NFT since day one. And they've done a bunch of cross-chain interoperability with NFTs, even, even so far as like Ethereum, I think NFT transfers too. So they would definitely be able to support that over over ibc would be happy to connect your team to theirs and it would be super cool to get uh traded nft positions privately that's that would be that's a mind for yeah they're connected to stargaze i mean they're connected to a bunch of eth well they're connected to eth and a bunch of layer twos but they're also connected to to stargaze so i imagine they've done a decent amount of that legwork and being able to bridge CW721. And what for what type of information would you want exposed in terms of like here's the information that makes me want to buy this NFT? Because like the cool part about the NFT is you can kind of decide what metadata is and isn't encrypted. So I'm curious from your perspective in that type of like marketplace scenario, what would be exposed versus not exposed so that people can know that they want to buy it. Well, I think that there's a um there's there's definitely a lot of product exploration that needs to go into this, but you know from the uh, from the the the, the initial 
um, thoughts. You know, it can be, obviously it's going to be collateral size. Um, you know, the funding rate that, uh, that, that is being paid to this either, um, you know, um, positive, which means that the position is that, you know, the collateral is being used to maintain the leverage position or, in many cases on Levana, there's negative funding rates, which means that the position is actually um, being paid by the protocol to stay open. So cash and carry positions and like counter trader positions um, are being incentivized. You know, if everybody in their, their, their mom is long Adam, then that means if you take a short position on Adam, you get, um, you know, in, in some cases, a triple digit APR for uh, keeping that, uh, that, that closed position um, uh, of open interest um, on the protocol, so that you know that information would be really great to uh, be able to reveal, and also you know the entry price, the the stop loss, and the you know the take profits. So that's those are the main um, you know those are the, those are the main uh, you know the, the decision making uh, points that somebody would want to see um, to have that be valuable to them. Um, and then, you know, we can probably, it would be interesting also if, um, you know, if the, there could also be like kind of um, basket NFTs, you know, NFTs that hold within them multiple NFTs. So somebody could actually create like a a complex, um, you know, strategy, which involved multiple tokens. Like you might be, you know, long like when when Adam Two comes out, if if you guys are familiar with that concept, that there was a discrepancy of what the um, emissions schedule should be like moving forward for the Adam token, um, and uh, it ended up in favor of slashing emissions. And one of the founders of Cosmos announced that they were going to fork the Cosmos Hub. So you can imagine um, somebody might come on. And, you know, it'll be called like Adam two. So they might short Adam two and long Adam one or, or the reverse where they'll, you know, short Adam one and, um, and long Adam two, and then be able to represent that as a, as, as a unique NFT that somebody could just hold and then, you know, potentially earn, um, you know, ongoing fees from, or just have as a very interesting structured product, um, that you know could be uh, a, a very complementary uh, position for them to hold within you know some type of a larger um, overarching trading strategy. So the 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 um, you know the, the the core functionality is in such a um, an, an a stage of infancy right here that I think that we're going to see over the next couple of years um, you know really interesting. Uh, you know, theories and thought processes of effective trading strategies um, using this tech. And then over time, we'll be able to take those strategies based on um, what, you know, we had there, what historical data supports, um, you know, and modeling supports uh, are, you know, very interesting structured products, and then be able to express them as these really simple, um, you know, almost vaults that you can just kind of like buy into um, with, uh, a, you know, a layer of privacy on them, you know, so it's, uh, you know, imagine like just buying private shares of, uh, you know, a structured product that you can see its historical performance. Wow. I feel like we're, we're just scratching the surface in terms of 
creativity. This is this is going to be a fun 2024 to 2026. It's it's wild what could potentially be done here. Well, you know, we're finally at the stage where like the tech kind of works. You know, it works well enough that like instead of like sitting around and being like, oh, how do we make a bridge that doesn't get hacked? And like, you know, how do we have privacy or you know, how do we make baskets of goods? Like all of those core elements were created. And now we get to like the creative fun part where we get to build um, new types of financial instruments that just because of the lack of interoperability would be impossible to build within the traditional finance system. Because at the end of the day, um, we as the members of crypto have just two you know, uh, like kind of, uh, we've got a few different paths that we can go down. We can just kind of um, uh, not innovate and just say like, okay, well, you know, all of crypto is just this like, you know, wild casino. And like, that's all that there is here. And it doesn't really provide any utility other than just, you know, um, degen speculation. And I think that that's really a, uh, almost like a sad or dystopian view of crypto. Like, you know, the people that are just like, um, kind of like just, you know, jaded or stoic about the industry might just say like, okay, well, there's nothing here other than just pure speculation. But I mean, if you look historically, um, even at the, the creation of, uh, of the um, existing financial ecosystem, you know, with, uh, you know, the, the invention of, of things like Wall Street and, um, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the commodities markets and, and other things within, you know, if you look uh, in London or, or in America or New York or Chicago, um, you know, going back like a hundred, hundred and twenty, thirty years, um, that 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 the um, the the tech that enabled um, initially for speculation became the foundation of our entire uh, you know current financial ecosystem, and so I'm I'm very bullish and optimistic that as the zero to one um, technical advancement comes around within within crypto, which is that we've got good tooling, we have good on-ramping, there's good education, um, there's, uh, you know, uh, user protection and awareness. Um, and, uh, you know, while at the, at the same time not creating like a, a boys club or, um, you know, overly constrictive, um, you know, censorship mechanisms, um, then what we end up with is the is a it's almost like a toy box um, to start innovating and and being creative and kind of putting all of these different toys together, kind of like a you know a Voltron or a Transformer or like Lego kit, and and that's where the the creativity comes in that will really um, leap leapfrog past the existing financial ecosystem because. The that the existing financial ecosystem was designed entirely um, based around asymmetric knowledge and asymmetric um, capabilities. You know, only certain people, like the Black Rocks um, of the world, can perform X, Y, and Z. Um, but you know, innovators and you know, startupists um, cannot. So it would be almost as if, like, to give it as an analogy with the with other industries, is like imagine if the um, the taxi drivers were the only ones that were allowed to build ride-sharing apps. You know, we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't have the Ubers of the world and the and the you know and 
and all and the lifts and all of the other ones. And we wouldn't even as an extension of that, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have all of like the, the, you know, the electric scooters that you can rent and everything else, like within the transportation industry, it was only because um, entrepreneurs were allowed to come in and think, you know, what could be if we were to try and reassess these existing world problems of transportation um, through new means. And we don't have to be part of the old cartel of the taxi cabs and the medallions. And that's how we got, you know, all the innovation that we have today. So we're almost at the kind of like Uber aha moment um, of finance that we saw, you know, back in the early 2000s, um, you know, when, when the technology of like, well, we had, you know, high speed internet and GPSs and, you know, big screens in our pockets. Yeah, I, I so I so resonate with that. I think so much of crypto the last three, four years has been building the individual building blocks. And the big differentiator has been, oh, like it's globally accessible and it's permissionless and it's very focused on kind of like those attributes undergirding like a single verb or a single like um, primitive. But the real magic beyond just those attributes is the actual composability between them and we really have only just started that process because you need so many of the building blocks to be in the right place to actually start building those compelling use cases that outcompete TradFi um, because they don't have the composability that we're on the verge of having like across the board. So yeah, the design space I think is going to totally eclipse and go beyond individual verbs and individual building blocks. That's going to be just kind of like this, yeah, the world wide web of, of, of money and, and the composability that comes with that. Yeah. And as you guys were talking about, you know, earlier talking about being able to take, um, you know, these NFTs and being able to bridge those over into secret, it kind of got me thinking about, uh, the next step of like these, um, these NFT token standards. And there, I believe there is a CW115 token spec um, meant for like manage, being able to manage multiple tokens um, using this Cosmosm token standard. And um, we're actually integrating, uh, you know, the privacy preserving version of that SNP 115 token standard into one of our newest products. So I'm really interested. I mean, just kind of thinking off the top of my head, like what, what the possibilities would be um, with, you know, some of these more fractionalized positions or being able to combine, um, you know, an NFT token with another uh, token type and represent it as something that's a bit more composable and fungible. And we actually have Tor here from Stash, all things NFTs. Tor, I'm not sure if you caught this, but a bunch of the Levana positions are essentially represented as NFTs and we're kind of talking about what it would mean to bridge those into secret and what the design space around those could look like. Yeah, somebody put up the bat signal, so I, you know, came running as always when the magic words were uttered of uh, private NFT. So yes, Stash, uh, you know, Stash started as a marketplace for encrypted NFTs, as we call them now. And that's been focused around cultural assets. But in general, the design space we look at is using NFTs as reputational assets and cultural assets representing reputation from any ecosystem. It's a very omni-chain vision. We believe encrypted NFTs are the best possible standard, but we acknowledge that they're not the dominant standard yet. So right now what we're trying to do 
with Stash is support as many teams as we can, especially across the IBC ecosystem and then outside of it as well, Ethereum, Polygon, Solana, et cetera. Try to give as much support as we can for those chains' existing assets, then support them with our technical team to figure out how encrypted NFTs could benefit the user base that they've already built for their app chain or independent L1 ecosystem, and then tie it all together because Stash is trying to provide a context for reputation uh, across the IBC ecosystem. We just believe that the best possible primitive for identity and reputation would involve some sort of native encryption so that it can be shared in exactly the way that the user or the application intends instead of completely public and on-chain all the time. That would really restrict the design space. Uh, and I'd be super keen to see how Levana would want to leverage that primitive in their own work. Well, I think that that, yeah, that, that plays, um, be, you know, being able to have the optionality as to what's visible and what's not visible, and then being able to um, have them, uh, you know, have functional NFTs. Um, that either can actually represent positions or um, alternatively can, can represent, um, you know, like uh, different levels of membership within the ecosystem. You know, it's, it's very popular. Anybody who's traded on Binance or you know, some other centralized exchanges is, are familiar with the, the concept of like different tiers. And those different tiers have, can have impact because, you know, they can um, allow you to, um, have you know different uh, uh, amount of, of, of fees fee reductions? Um, they can allow you to have access to different areas of the application. You know, in the case of DeFi, where there might be very um, you know valuable pools that have uh, different types of, of caps or early access. You know, they could be um, seeded. Uh, you know, at, at the, you know, it's always whenever you get in early, there, in many cases, there's a lot of advantage to it. So these are different types of perks, which could be, um, you know, uh, expressed uh, through non-fungible tokens. Um, and then uh, subsequently being able to do that, you know, from a, a private perspective so that, um, you know, you might get these benefits uh, without necessarily needing to publish it to the, to the whole world. Um, that uh, I think there's there's a lot of really interesting things uh, that can be uh, interesting novelties um, that can be applied here, which we've never really seen uh, implemented on other perps protocols. So here, here's the open offer from my end. I think it would be great if we did a follow up Twitter space, kind of exploring the design space of those encrypted NFTs. I think that would be lovely. And I think it'd be super cool too to even dive deeper into the private perps because I think we talked about like the private LP positions, but maybe not even we didn't dive as deep as we maybe could have on the future of privacy-preserving perpetual swaps themselves if it was some form of a, a cross deploy. Um, but we yeah, are at the top absolutely. of the we are yeah 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 we are at the top of the hour here. Unfortunately, I do have to hop on to another call. Uh, really appreciate all of our speakers' time. Um, be sure to check out Lavana, give them a follow on Twitter, go actually use their app. It's it's a beautiful experience. And for anyone in the Lavana community hearing about Shade Protocol for the first time, um, really just encourage you to join our community as well. Check out the application. Um, we believe it's all about your money, your data, your decisions. That's what, that's what Shade Protocol is all about. And as always, there's plenty of room in the shade. Have a good one, guys. All right. Thanks so much for having us. And yeah, they can, you know, the easiest way to get involved is to follow us on Twitter, 
um, join our Discord, ask questions. Trade.lavana.finance is the uh, the website, and uh, you know our DMs are open. Um, so feel free to reach out of you if you want to chat. Have a, have a great day, everybody. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of pain. Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds, flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.